Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hey, Berto. Well, 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 Dragon. How are you? I am good. I'm not just good, Dragon. I am great. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. That's it. I don't want to elaborate. Okay. <laughs> good. I, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll tell you why, since you asked. <laughs> okay, go ahead. T- today is the is our 53rd episode, Dragon. You know what that means? What does that mean? That means we have completed a full year of doing Dragon at the Movies. Yep, a full year, a full year. And you know what? I, I thought for sure by this time we would have gotten sick of this and the pandemic would have been over months and months ago and like we wouldn't be doing it anymore. I thought for some reason we would be, we would no longer be allowed to do this. Like either number one, you would just yell at me because of, I don't know, because you got annoyed by me or yeah. number two, we'd get canceled. Yeah. And... Luckily, thanks to your quick editing skills, we have not gotten canceled yet. I know, it's a goddamn miracle. <laughs> Especially with you, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Alright, Dragon, why don't yeah. you talk about your week? Okay, um, I'm trying to think of what happened. Uh, yesterday, me and Andrew had like a big date day, which is really fun that we've been planning for a while. And Exciting. Yeah, we went like outdoor bar hopping, and we hit up six different places, so that was very fun. <laughs> ah, so you got shit-faced. No, well, no, because uh, we did it over like, you know seven hours or whatever ew okay and I, I also don't drink so <laughs> instead i had either like fr- weird fruit juice things at every place we went or non-alcoholic uh, beer wherever Loser. we went yeah or nothing um but what one of the fun things was while we were doing it we were walking by a place called radagast beer garden which is um in williamsburg and i was like i think i think mikey and justin's band uh slow riches is playing and then I was, like, trying to listen because you can hear it from outside. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Mikey singing. So we went in, and I had a non-alcoholic beer at the beer garden, and we watched uh, one of their sets. It was really fun. Very nice. Yeah. So it was a happenstance. We weren't even – that wasn't even one of the stops that we had planned. But since we were walking by, we figured we would. And were you excited because now you can be, like, one of those girls who knows the people in the band? Oh, hundred. I look so cool. <laughs> and everyone else is like, oh, my God, I can't believe that she knows them. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, yep. That's exactly what it was, yes. No, their their band is doing a starting a residency at, at Radagast. They're going to be there every Sunday starting September 26th, I think, um, from nice. 2 to 5 p.m. So it's very, very, very fun. Yeah, we'll there stop by and see them again. I really like them. They do they do some really good covers. Mikey's a great yeah. singer. Justin's really great on guitar. Very fun. Very yeah, fun. Yeah, we... we we went to see uh, we went to see them like I think it was a couple of years ago and uh, yeah it was I, I liked I liked how they were like let's do a cover but make it a little just a little different yeah they did they definitely make it their own it's it's always yeah. great um, but yeah we, we should do like a chop and chops outing to see them a Sunday afternoon after classes or something um, that's actually a great idea dragon I need you to plan that <laughs> okay sounds good um, so yeah so we did that it was it was really good um, no we'll t- I'll talk about movies later but we, we did not go to the theater this week. Okay, interesting. Um, what about you, Berto? What did you do? What did I do, Dragon? Oh, what did I do indeed? I've done a whole lot of nothing <laughs> mixed in with more nothing. Okay. I mean, honestly, I didn't do much. We were supposed to go to the beach. Um, this was supposed to be the, the, the gym beach outing. Yeah, yesterday. But uh, instead, I was like, this is an hour away. And by the time it's it's been cloudy all day and mm-hmm. cold, I'm not going. And plus, I don't enjoy the beach. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Uh, instead, I'm going to go hit up uh, my boy Will's barbecue. Yeah. And I went there instead and then chit-chatted with some people and then bounced and went home. That and sounds, that was about that it. That sounds very nice. I was I was bummed to, to miss um, Will's barbecue, but I had plans. Yeah, I yeah. get you. Yeah. Even well, it was, originally, it was originally supposed to be Saturday as well. It got moved last minute. I mean, Will, Will had plans. He yeah. made those plans a month ago. Yeah, he, for Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, 
You should be able to, to adjust everything, Dragon. Just for Will. <laughs> I should be able to adjust my life uh, last minute, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, just for Will. Yeah, of course, of course. And me, of course. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's exciting. I'm glad you got to go to that and say hi to some people. Yeah, that was good. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Dragon. You know, enough enough of this chit-chat, all okay. right? People yeah. people don't come here. Don't, people don't, don't come to our podcast to listen to us chit-chat, even <laughs> oh. though they do. Yeah, I was like, there's no literally no other reason to come to it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and tell me uh, what you saw on the couch this week? Okay. For a little segment we, we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Do, you want, do we have to name every segment? I think so. Um, all right. Well, for a little segment we like to call... Dragon on the couch. Okay. Um, so I'm going to talk about two movies I saw this week. So the first is um, Andrew and I watched Paul Verhoeven's Basic Instinct, which I had never seen. Um, and, uh, you know, Paul Verhoeven, friend of the show, <laughs> since we did Showgirls. <laughs> our, our beloved. Our beloved Paul Verhoeven. Um, and let me tell you, Basic Instinct is fucking good. Mm-hmm. It is a good movie. It was the, it was like, you know how I, I said that we watched Blowout and we've been chasing that dragon? That yeah. like blow out dragon. Basic instinct kind of scratched that itch. Oh, like, okay, gotcha. I I was like surprised at how much I really liked it, and I I think like if you've never seen it, you should definitely watch it. Um, and if you have seen it, you should you should re rewatch it because it's very good. Um, I did see this movie when I was like probably like twelve. You'd probably appreciate it a lot more now. Yeah, I pro- I probably like most of the stuff that happened in there probably went way over my head. But, so when uh, wait, I, when you saw it at twelve, were you just like Sharon's still naked? Yes. <laughs> um, more or less, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, back then, you know, what the yeah. hell knows what I was thinking about the point. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend. It's really good. Um, we we watched it because uh, neither well, I hadn't seen it. Andrew had maybe seen it a long time ago um Mm -hmm. but uh blank check did a paul verhoeven season where they looked at all of his all of his filmography and it was one of the holes that we had in there so we watched it um great absolutely great also blank Check is a great show but i'm curious uh will the pod because it's a podcast right and what's the premise of the podcast they it's it's um they look at um filmmakers who had like massive success early on and then were given blank checks basically to like do whatever they wanted so mm-hmm. they go through like their whole filmography and like a lot of the times, you know, like their their huge thing that was a huge success um, was like one of the could be like one of the only good ones or whatever. Or it could be like the thing that bombed bombed really bad, but it like shouldn't have or something like that. But they, they just like look at the filmography. It's 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 very fun. I, I might start listening to that podcast because yeah. I'm going to start like clearing out some of the podcasts that I'm just like, ugh, boring, boring, yeah. boring. But um, uh, yeah, so um, blank check. By the way, will they ever do a, a study of the movie Blank Check on the podcast Blank they Check? They did. Yeah, they did. But, oh, for real? <laughs> I meant that was like a joke. So, okay. they, so one, one thing about Blank Check, though, is it started out as a solely Star Wars um, podcast. So Losers. it started out as a podcast where they looked at um, the Star Wars filmography. What are you rubbing Nerds. right now? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Can you, you sounds like you're rubbing the mic. Um, I, was, I was literally just scratching my, my arm. So yeah. I'm sorry. That was near the mic. That's okay. Ahead. Um, anyway, so they started out like looking at Star Wars um, as if like they had uh, as if only one of the Star Wars movies existed. So they look at a, at the movie like each Star Wars movie as like a standalone thing to say like whether or not the acting is good, whether or not the story makes sense, whether or not you know like blah blah blah. So I suggest yeah. that you skip the first season that is all no, Star I... Wars related and you only go into like the filmography episodes. 
No, I, I think I'll, I'll listen to those because there's nothing I love more than shitting on Star Wars. <laughs> well, they're huge Star Wars fans, so I think you might be disappointed. Oh, God, what a bunch of nerds. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of nerds. It's a bunch of film nerds. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah, go ahead. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I do highly recommend Blank Check. I, I really love it. That, another podcast that I highly recommend it is uh, Gorley and Not Rust. ours. Yeah, not, not ours. ours. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, yeah. it, it, with Gorley and Rust, it's called. And they look at... Um, they do like series of like uh like they did Friday the 13th like all the Friday the 13th movies they did all the Halloween movies it it's specifically um horror movies but it's considered like they they call themselves an easy listening podcast cuz it's just two, two kind of dorky friends talking about movies but also like just chit-chatting about life and their episodes are like 3 hours long and i love them Mm-hmm. I, they're like I feel like they're my friends <laughs> <laughs> so anyway all this to say uh, those are two podcasts that I highly recommend and Basic Instinct was amazing and I also highly recommend and there's okay. a lot of nudity so don't don't, oh. don't alright I'm in your, yeah don't watch it with your parents you get to see a little bit of dick so that's fun I'm definitely in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But I'm, I'm going to turn it on right now as you're talking. <laughs> it's, mostly, it's mostly Sharon Stone naked. Um, also, the movie kind of, like, killed her career and also was, like, the highlight of her career, which is interesting. Yeah, um, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, apparently, like, showing her, um, showing her like, vulva, people were really mad about. Like, when she crosses on crosses her legs in that big scene. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, what's... So, what? I'm sorry. What's funny is like Sharon Stone, um, to me, her best movie mm-hmm. by far is when she was in uh, Casino. Like that film is fucking incredible. I don't think I've ever seen it, Casino. Like I, I love Casino, but I, I, but in particular her, mm-hmm. her being like a drunk and like a because she, she's she plays like an ex like mm. uh, an ex hoe or a, a, a girl who like. I don't know. It, you'd have to watch it. They expl- okay. they basically explain exactly what she is in the first like ten minutes. Okay. Or what whenever she's introduced. Yeah. But um, it, it's it, she's incredible in that when she plays like this drunk mother who's also a piece of shit person and all yep. that. It's it's so her relationship with Robert De Niro on that is amazing. Sharon Stone is an amazing actress. She is so fucking good in Basic Instinct. So mm-hmm. good. Um. Anyway, so yeah, maybe you should check out Casino. I don't know. <laughs> Berto recommends. <laughs> I, I would recommend, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, I've never seen it. Uh, okay, so the only other thing I'm going to talk about if we're done with Basic Instinct um, is uh, Andrew and I watched Pig, which is the new um, Nicolas Cage movie that just came out. It's currently only available to rent on um, like Apple TV Plus or Prime or whatever, wherever you want to rent movies. And it's in the theaters. I, I don't know if it's still in the theaters, is it? Um, I'm going to say yes, but go ahead. Okay. So basically, uh, in, in this movie, um, Nick Cage plays a, uh, guy who hunts truffles in port, like out in the wilderness in Oregon, outside of Portland and like sells them to high end, like Portland foodie people or whatever. And Mm -hmm. he's got a truffle pig and the truffle pig is kidnapped. So it's him trying to get his pig back. So it, I thought that the movie was going to be like John Wick, but with Nick Cage and a pig. Um, and it's kind of not. And I... I loved it. I was surprised at how much I liked it. Like, it's a little bit of a slow movie. It's a little bit of a, like, weirdly quiet movie. And, like, in a, but in this world that's, like, a little weirdly heightened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, 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 I was surprised at the amount that I, like, really enjoyed it. Like, it's not, it, there's, like, a little bit of violence, but it's not the kind of violence you expect. Um, and the movie has, like, a weird, like, a heart to it that I wasn't expecting either. Um, All right. I highly recommend. I thought, I thought it was really good. 
Yeah, a lot of people, uh, I've been hearing a lot about this movie, and what everyone says is the same thing, is that they, they figured it was going to be another John Wick movie. Yeah. And like, oh, it's not at all. But yeah. um, people and, saying they really like it. And it's one of those movies where you're like, oh, right, Nick Cage is actually a fucking amazing actor when he oh, wants he, to be. He, he is. He yeah. is. He is an amazing actor. Again, did, when he wants to be. Yeah. Did you see um, the movie that came yes. out? <laughs> what, what do you think I'm talking about? Oh, I was just, I would just start with yes, because I've probably seen it. <laughs> um, Willy's Wonderland that Nick Cage Ew. was in. It, uh, it no, but I, the, I've... It came out this year, um, and it is, like, about a, uh, one of those places that's, like, Chuck E. Cheese, um, where, like, there's animatronic uh, animals, and they come to life, and Nick Cage comes in, and, like, does Nick Cage stuff the whole time. Yeah. It's very fun. I, I actually recommend it. I, th- I think it's a fun movie. How, um, how cagey is he? Extremely cagey. And I also oh, think I he, I think he yeah. maybe says ten words the whole movie. Okay, it's I'm in. Just, I'm it's in. just Nick Cage acting with his body and like face. <laughs> I, I'm 100 yeah, percent in. I think you should watch it. I think it's fun. Willie's, I, Willie's Wonderland. I love Nick Cage. In his, whenever he goes full Nick Cage, yeah. it's the best Nick Cage. You know what I have not seen yet? I haven't seen the no, Jujitsu movie yet. Did you see it? Uh, yes, I did. Is it? Is, is it bad? It's pretty bad. It's boring. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. It's not that it's bad. It's just boring. So That's like, a shame. honestly, the most exciting part is when Nick Cage gets there because he is like just a different flavor than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then like, it, it kind of—I don't know how to describe it. He kind of just like um, he takes over the movie, and then but he's just a, like a side character. He's not—he's mm-hmm. not a main character. So he takes over the movie, and then he leaves, and then you're like, oh fuck, this is boring, boring, boring. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage is back. <laughs> okay, I yeah, Nick Cage is like the selling point for that movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. But anyway, those are, those are the two things I wanted to talk about. Highly recommend Pig. Highly recommend Basic Instinct. Um. I'm sure Pig will be not behind a paywall at some point soon. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna watch it if yeah. if it's in still in the theater or if uh, whatever it, you know goes yeah. streaming. Yeah, for free. I don't pay for movies. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, okay, Berto, what what have you watched for a little segment we we like to call Berto on the bed? Um, all right. So I I watched three movies. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about three movies because I've seen a lot more. Okay. But um, and the first one I'm gonna mention is a movie called Ghost Stories on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now, Dragon, you would like this because this is a, a it's a British movie because uh, they talk funny. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, and, that's I mean... all. That's your selling point. <laughs> but basically, it's just three like short horror movies. It's like a quick anthology. Okay. Uh, and it, it starts with a guy who's like he he's one of those guys who's like I go and investigate uh, like all these hauntings and stuff and to to show everyone that it's wrong Mm -hmm. and um so he goes and it's kind of like weird it's like this it's it it feels very dreamlike Mm -hmm. and it has three separate stories and then at the end of it you you find out why it's very dreamlike and it's um i don't know if it was it was more interesting as to why why the movie was like that Okay. And I don't know if I would say it was good, but I definitely like. I I enjoyed it as just like a something that was on Hulu, uh-huh. and I don't have to pay money to go see it. So it's like, ah, you know what? This is worth ninety minutes. Yeah, that's fair enough. But it, if I had to go to the movie theater, then I'd be like, ew, no, oh god, this is awful. Okay. But uh, it, it is starring your boy uh, Martin Freeman. Okay. Or at least he plays one of the characters in it. But yeah, he's definitely in it, and he like. Man, those British people, like, they, they all have charisma. I don't know what it is. 
Well, there's only there's like ten actors in all of Britain, so that makes sense. They all have to yeah. have a lot of charisma because there's only ten of them. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's currently on on Hulu. So I would uh, I would recommend watching it if you're bored. Okay. Okay. Great. A ringing endorsement. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I just it's it's one of those things that's like it's not it's not a waste of time. Yeah. It's just it's not a waste of time. Okay. It's not a waste but of time, but it's not amazing. It's yeah. Amazing. Don't seek it out, but it's also not a waste of time. Okay. Fair. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, then I also saw something that was on Netflix. I, I don't know. I think it came out this year. and But um, it's a movie called The Aftermath. Okay. Now, Dragon, this is starring um, Sean Ashmore, who apparently is some dude. Hey, I know he was in the <laughs> X-Men movies. He played oh, okay. the ice... He played the ice dude in the the X Men movies. I I honestly I have no idea who you're talking about. He he played the guy who like look at me I make things I, I make ice with my hands. Okay. But um and then he also played uh, uh I'm sorry and then it was also starring Ashley Green who apparently is a big deal but I have no idea who she is. You know the name sounds vaguely familiar but I can't I don't know. Oh she she was in the the Twilight movies. Oh. But, so yeah, that's anyway. why I don't know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I watched this. It was uh, it started off kind of interesting, and then the more like it, it's just a story of this couple who like like they move into a new place to try to get a fresh start because mm-hmm. uh, the wife cheated on the husband, and he they're having marital problems as okay. he's trying to like you know forgive her. Mm-hmm. So they move into a new place, and then like it, it it's like maybe maybe haunted. They're not sure. Okay. And it's a, it is a horror movie, and then as things pan out and they explain stuff, it just goes from, like, this is kind of dumb to, oh, wow, this is really stupid. <laughs> okay. But uh, the thing that I hated the most about this movie was the editing and the camera work. Oh. Holy shit. If you want to know how not to edit a movie and how not to direct, uh, not to, to hold a camera in a movie, watch this movie, and yeah. you will know exactly what I mean. Oh, my God. And Ashley Green is not a good actor. She doesn't have the range for this movie. Interesting. What, what a shame. It, yeah, it was like, but it had like a decent premise and it was just like a, you know, it's a haunted house movie. So it's like, these should be simple to make. It's just, it's simple. Yeah. Just make a couple of creepy scenes where they're walking alone and then, you know, this person doesn't believe me. And then at some point they do it. But like, they just seem to fail at every, everything. And then it's I, like, I could go on forever as to why this is bad. Yeah. And then of course my favorite is when it starts off with uh, based on a true story. <laughs> and then love you look a boats it up. movie. <laughs> I love a boats movie. Uh, and then you they look it up and then I look up the the true story and it's like oh it was like two aspects of this. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like two things and that's it. I mean I think I feel like that's like most boats movies are just like oh the 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 premise is kind of like this so that's why it says that but like it's none of this shit actually n- happened. Nowhere even close. That's pretty much every boat. Just as a quick thing, if you watch a movie and you're like oh this says it's historically accurate, it's not. Not even the slightest. Of thing. course not. All right. No, there's no way. Uh, it's, Wait, are you saying 1917 was not historically accurate? <laughs> well, that one was. <laughs> that's the only. That and Dunkirk were the only two. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because the 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 directors were like, ah, fuck the story. Who gives a shit? Let's just show cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it fucking worked. To be honest. Oh yeah, that, in in those cases it did. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was a bad movie. I would not recommend unless you want to see how to make a bad movie. Mm-hmm. All right. And yes, it was a boats movie. Uh, at some point, we should make a boats movie that takes place on a boat. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably like three of them. <laughs> you just named one of them. I bet, I bet Titanic. 
<laughs> God, God damn, you were nailing this. Is there one more? I there has to be. What, the perfect storm? That was both. God damn, that's actually the one I was thinking of. You Fucking went three for three. three. Congratulations. Three. Three uh, and for those three. are the only ones that exist, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that fucking nailed it. I'm so glad I right. thought of Titanic because if we had gone on and I hadn't, I would have kicked myself later on when I was listening. Well, to, I, to be honest, I didn't even think of Titanic. So, <laughs> and when I said three, I randomly said a number. Titanic is like the ultimate boats movie <laughs> in like every sense of the word boats. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, okay, let's All move right. on. All right, and then finally, uh, I watched the documentary on Netflix because I don't know what it was this week. I was like, I'm in the mood for like a. Uh, for historical documentary, yeah, something I wanna I wanna learn, Dragon. I wanna I wanna learn, mm-hmm. and I found this one documentary on Netflix called uh, Cuba and the Cameraman. Uh, and basically, what this is is a guy who, like, had a camcorder and he visited Cuba in 1975, mm-hmm. and was just like walking around, like interviewing people. This is like, um, I think they said it was like 13 years or something after the. After Cuba went completely communist or socialist. Okay. Um, and he was just interviewing people, like interviewing some farmers, a couple of families and stuff. And then he came back like five years later. And he actually got a, an interview with Fidel Castro. Crazy. Because he was like walking around with his camp corner. Fidel saw him and like, oh, oh, that, that's pretty cool, this thing. And then he just interviews him real quick. But um, yeah, and then he basically was coming back every few years and trying to find the same people he talked to before. Mm-hmm. And it is wild to see how Cuba changed from the 70s into the 80s, into the 90s, into like the 2000s, all the way up until present day. And it, it's, it's a very interesting view to see this without that like, oh, I want you to realize that Cuba is bad or Cuba is all good. It's, it's very apolitical. Yeah. But it's just a guy with a camera, like, fucking walking around interviewing people. And, um, I mean, for the most part, it was, like, in 75, he goes there. In, like, 75 and 79, there's still this hope of, of like, optimism yeah. in the air for people. And then at one, he goes back in, like, 89, mm-hmm. which is right after the, so- the fall of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And he points out in the documentary, like, the Soviet Union was basically giving Cuba money. Yeah. And... He goes back in like ninety two and like they they I mean it is just supreme shit show in mm-hmm. Cuba. People are like starving. It's just like no there's no food, there's no work, there's no nothing. And they're all like, Yeah, there's no like we, we like there there's construction that's just like we can't work anymore because we can't get like this this material yeah. to finish the construction. And but it, it is it is a it's a it's actually a great thing. And then my favorite was he comes back in the two thousands and things are getting better. And the reason why things are getting better is because Cuba uh, started focusing on um, tourism, mm-hmm. and then a black market emerged. And it's like oh, apparently the 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 Cuban economy worked when people were not following the Cuban economy. <laughs> oh no. Uh, that actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, you were telling me about it, it when you were watching it. That's yeah, it was it was I, I really I really liked it. It, it was a touch too slow. Like uh, yeah. it's a, it's a it's an hour and fifty three minutes. It probably could have been two hours, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm sorry. It probably could have been ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. But you know, it doesn't. It, it definitely it definitely gave me like a different perspective. Yeah. And a, and a nice view of of what it's like to be in Cuba. Because my chick went to Cuba once. 
Oh, yeah? Like, there was like a, you remember there was like a three-year period where America was like, yeah, sure, we'll open up the, the borders. I do remember that. I actually feel there. like I knew I knew a lot of people that went to Cuba. They were yeah, just like, my, oh, word, we can go to Cuba? Yeah, okay. <laughs> my chick was like, oh, yeah, you enter the, the Havana, the main city, and you're just like, wow, this is really beautiful. And then as you walk closer to the buildings, you're like, wow, these things are fucking horribly built. <laughs> They're like falling apart and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then she's just like, oh, and then she goes to like places to eat and stuff. And she's like, oh, this is a giant shit show. <laughs> oh, there's like, she goes into a grocery store and there's like four people working. And it's like, there's too many people working here and there's no food. There's nothing on the shelves. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, wow, this, this, and then she basically was like, yeah, I'd never go back. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's ugly. It's just an ugly place to go. What a, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. But, I, th- yeah, I remember that like tourism boom for a little bit. And yeah. I remember basically everybody was like, yeah, it was really cool. Um, there were no ATMs. It was impossible to get cash. Um, like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you know? It's like, yeah, it looked really pretty because it looked like a city from the fifties. And then, uh, oh, uh, it was also a giant shit show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, sounds about right. That yeah. sounds like everything we've been told yeah. in the past. So, yeah. but yeah, so I, I encourage it. I would actually, I actually want to like try to find more documentaries about Cuba because it's, uh, to me, it's like a very interesting part of the world. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll see if I can find a good one. Okay. Sounds All great. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Dragon. Oh, by the way, that's on Netflix. I don't know if I mentioned Oh, that, thank but, you. Uh, yes. I don't yeah. know if you did either. I might check it out. All right, cool. I mean, I say that, but I won't. <laughs> I didn't, was not expecting you to either. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Dragon. We made it, right? We yep. did it. We did it. We are nailing this. <laughs> yes. Let's enter a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies, which is the primary segment, Dragon. Yeah, that's the primary segment. That is what the, that is what the podcast is named after. Yes. All right, so... This time it was my turn to pick, right? Mm-hmm. And I told you, I had to apologize, Dragon, because you are a martial artist. And you have never seen the martial arts films of my youth. The, what made me become a martial artist. That is true. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, I said, you know what? Let me find one that's on Prime. And after going through three or four of them that were not, <laughs> I found Sidekicks. And I was like, I remember this movie. I remember fucking loving this movie so, 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 so much. Um, so I picked, this week I picked Sidekicks. It came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. It's an hour and 41 minutes. It was streaming on Amazon Prime. It was, uh, starring your boy, Jonathan Brandis. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, uh, I believe I couldn't name his, uh, name before because I can't pronounce things, but we called him Mako because that's what, uh, his name is on IMDb. Yep. And of course, your boy, Chuck Norris. Of course. And this is directed by Chuck Norris's brother, Aaron Norris. It sure is. <laughs> All right. Dragon? Yes. Why don't you go ahead and give us one of your world-famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis? Okay. So Sidekicks is basically about a, a bullied kid in school, uh, Jonathan Brandis. His name is Barry, um, that just has this like rich fantasy life that is ruining his real life, in which he is fantasizing that he's Chuck Norris's sidekick, and they go on like missions to save his teacher, who his dad is also fucking. Um, <laughs> and there's a karate tournament in there. <laughs> basically, that's what this movie is about. Um, it's basically a ripoff of The Karate Kid, uh, more or less, but with like a more damaged kid at the center i would say what do you think Bruno? correct accurate 100 percent right 100 percent right dragon you nailed this one by the way can i just say that Thank fucking you. brilliant 
<laughs> I should really <sighs> be writing the IMDb synopsis. Yeah, since that synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're basically well. The only thing I would say is he he wasn't fucking the teacher yet. Yeah, he ends up fucking okay. the teacher. Yes. He ends up fucking the teacher. He wasn't fucking the teacher yet. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right, Dragon. Yeah. Let's get into this. Let's get. Let's talk about this movie. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you want my thoughts? Yeah, I want your thoughts first. This is your. This is your childhood movie, so I want your thoughts first. Let me just say this. I wish. I wish you had seen this with my chick. (laughs) Because the entire time she was just saying, "Oh, Berto, is was this like you? Is this? Is this?" Is this your fantasy? Was this oh, poor little poor yeah. little twelve year old Birdo, thirteen year old Birdo, sitting there having fantasies about Chuck Norris and and saving saving people and and and, and, and like you're doing karate with Chuck Norris? And I was like, I want to get mad at you, but I, yes, that actually but was my actually, fantasy. That's a, that is a thousand percent accurate. One hundred percent would have long fantasies of like hanging out with fucking like a Chuck Norris or a or a you know like Van a Dam fucking or something like fan, that. Yeah, yeah, or someone like that, and us saving some chick, and because these are fantasies and shit. Yeah. And this is this was my life growing up, by the way. Yeah, yeah 100%. except I didn't. I never found a, a martial arts master. Yeah, <laughs> so I. So I watched this with Andrew yesterday after our yes. date after our date night out where I was having non-alcoholic drinks but Andrew wasn't so he was like his he was like sassy kind of buzzed Andrew it was oh, very yes. fun it was very yes. fun he gave, this is great he had a lot of jokes that like were hilarious and I wrote down that I have to credit him for when I say them later <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was it was actually very fun I really honestly I enjoyed watching this movie. Uh, I, I will say this. I was very scared because I was like, there's no way this movie is going to be good. No. All right? This is one of those movies that you watched as a kid. It, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. I remember fucking loving that movie growing up. And yet I watched it recently and I was like, oh, fuck. The fuck was wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, but, is, that is definitely true for this movie. It's like, I Look, it's not I definitely, I'm not good, but it's, it's not good, but it's definitely fun. Yes. I definitely watched this and I was like, you know what? I, I actually think it was a good thing that I made you watch this movie because it's definitely a fun movie. I don't disagree. And it was it's also like you have to just watch it and be like, okay, this is an early 90s movie for kids about yeah. karate that's like could have been animated and it wouldn't have changed anything. Like it's very cartoonish. Exactly. Like I'm not going to go to Chipotle and then start start being like, "Oh, the uh the the waiter was not the there was no server to sit me down, you know?" Exactly, exactly. Like I I have to grade it at what it is. And, and that's I, what it was. I would say it's like going to Chipotle and being like, "This is an authentic Mexican food." And you're like, "Yeah, no shit, you idiot. You're at Chipotle." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That is that is 100% what this is. Uh that being said, I I love Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> As do I, Dragon. All right. So this starts off with. Uh, are we going to talk about the movie? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to talk about it in order? Uh, yeah, or we, we can, talk, just talk, we can about talk about it. it in order. I think that makes the most sense. Okay, so I mean, it's just, basically the movie starts in like feudal Japan, I guess, yeah. with ninjas. Yeah. He's there, there at the ninja place, and for some reason, the what's it called? Um, this woman is like being held captive by the ninjas. Yeah. And of course, here comes Chuck Norris to save the day. Dressed all doing, in white, by the way. Yeah. Well, of course, because he's he's white, meaning he's good. Yeah. Right. right. So he's doing all these like kicks and like backflips and lots of kicks and froze and more kicks. And then and Chuck Norris is getting overwhelmed. But guess what? Here hmm. comes your boy, Dragon. That's right. Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. Or what, what are we calling him? Barry. Let's call him JB. 
Oh, okay. Are we call no, him Barry, which is his character name, but that's fine. Fine. Barry shows up, and he's like, guess what? I'm here to help Chuck Norris. I'm his sidekick. Mm-hmm. And as after they beat beat everyone up, it's then revealed that, like, oh, this is actually Barry. He's having a fantasy. Not just a fantasy. He's having a full-blown fucking fantasy like, in the middle of class. Yes, an elaborate daydream in which I think he's, like, saying things. Yes, he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... This kid is, has some mental health issues, I would say. Uh, yeah, so look, before we get to that, I just want to say, um, the, I, I like the fact that immediately in the movie, Chuck Norris is already acknowledging, like, hey, this is this is a kid's movie, so it's going to be stupid. Yeah. I'm going to do stupid things, stupid over-the-top action. Yeah. I'm going to kick people. There's going to be, like, that guitar riff. Yeah. And then, like, there's going to be over the top, like, I kick someone and they go flying for some reason. A hundred percent, yeah. They're, 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 like, the physics doesn't make sense in this movie. The, yeah, the movie immediately acknowledges, like, this is a fantasy, all right? You're not, we're not here to, to like, have, to take things seriously. This is going to be fun. I do, so, I do like, I like how the, um, like, the way that Chuck Norris moves in that first fight scene is in backflips. He doesn't walk anywhere. He doesn't run anywhere. He specifically moves using backflips. Like, yeah. backwards and forwards. <laughs> it's very funny. I was and like, then that is, just... like, the least efficient way for you to get from point A to point B, but that's fine. <laughs> and, and they're doing the thing where they stand back to back and then just start doing sidekicks in the air. Yeah. And for some reason, the bad guys just keep walking into them. Yep, yep, yep. 100%. <laughs> As as they do, we all know that that's what how bad guys fight. They just walk into yeah. you doing like weird little windmill kick things over and over. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so then it's revealed that the kids is having a fucking fantasies to which the teacher has to call the dad in. And I was assuming the teacher would be like, "Yo, your kid is seriously mentally ill. Like he's got some type of psychosis. He's having vivid fantasies in the middle of class. Like that is a mental illness that has to be addressed immediately." But instead, she's like. Uh, have you tried being his hero? Like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, this was the early 90s. So a kid, <laughs> a kid with mental health issues was just, like, ignored completely. I'm surprised they even had a parent-teacher conference, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, did you see, like, how, how the teacher spoke to the kids was ludicrous. I was like, this is wildly inappropriate. That teacher oh, literally don't... just called this kid a fucking idiot. Like, what? Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> well, it was the '90s. I remember back when this was okay. Yeah, back, back so when. So you, I think you came in a little bit after that. You, you know what really ruined it? It fucking Columbine. Those stupid fucking jerks yeah. ruined school for me because oh. now it like you can't call a kid an idiot and you can't tell them they're stupid. Now you got to be nice and everything. There, there is a point in this movie where Andrew is like trench coat mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris and and uh, Barry d- dress up like a oh, uh, in trench coats and one of the they were Cobra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were Cobra. Each I feel like each movie was making fun of a different movie. Yeah. Well, and, the, the, or, or a genre of a movie. Yeah. But they, yeah, that that one was the Cobra. <laughs> the, halfway through watching this, I was like, man, there are this is like a karate movie, but there are a lot of guns being used in these daydreams, which is kind of um, interesting. But, I, but have, Andrew was like, Chuck Norris has like more like gun kind of stuff like he's general action because i don't i chuck norris is like not an action hero that i've watched a lot of movies from like i i really have not seen very many chuck norris movies if any that i can think of off the top of my head no i was gonna say like chuck norris is not so much a karate guy as much as he actually he is a karate guy but he's also like i i use karate but i also use guns so he he's famous i would say his number one genre of movie is i'm some type of I'm in the army, yeah, and I have to go save the day from a a, a whole like militia. Yeah. 
So I single-handedly have to kill the entire militia. Right, he's that's... like a weird mercenary kind of character in most of his movies. No, no, what it's I not got. mercenary because he works for the army. Oh, okay, so it's just like U.S. Army propaganda. Yes. Okay, got it. He, okay. he actually he actually was in the army. Like, we, we could go over fucking Chuck Norris's, uh, what's it called, his, his biography, Dragon. You would be very impressed. Interesting. Very, very impressed. So he, uh, I believe he was a sergeant in the army. Let me, let me do a quick check. But Chuck Norris... It was in the army, and he he was also a lifelong martial artist. So he was like a black belt in uh, like like seven different types of karate or okay. something, and kung fu and shit like that. Okay. He he then worked. He then like trained under Bruce Lee. He was like Bruce Lee's number mm, one student. Right, right, so right. So Kundo. That's probably what he made him like famous. Okay. Um. Oh, by the way. Uh, sorry. Chuck Norris served in the United States Air Force. Oh, okay. And he won martial arts. He won, like, karate championships, like, full-contact karate championships. In the Air Force? Yeah, in the Air Force and then afterwards, too. Oh, okay, interesting. So he, he's, like, he's like doing the karate. Not the karate where, like, you look at it and it looks stupid. Yeah. But, like, the karate where they're actually, like, kicking each other hard. Right. Although, I would say, in the Olympics this year, there, there was uh, a point No, that the- was... I'm sorry, go ahead. There's a point in this movie where, uh, at the end, where Chuck Norris has a fight with a Cobra Kai. Essentially, <laughs> the head of Cobra Kai. And um, he knocks him out. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, in the Olympics this year, he would have just been disqualified. Uh, so there's two types of karate tournaments. One is point karate, which is what you saw in the Olympics, okay. which is why it looks so stupid. Okay. And then the other one is uh, like full contact karate, where you can hit each other super hard. You, okay. you know, and there's different rules and stuff. You can't kick the legs, you can't punch the face, but you can kick the face. Uh, why would they, you be allowed to kick the face but not punch the face? I don't. You're asking me why dumb rules exist. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> like why? Why can't you knee reap in jujitsu? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Point two. Uh, so uh, then he he then like like trained with Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and um. Afterwards, he actually started to learn jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. So he is uh, a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu dragon under the Machado brothers. Okay. So legit, like legit, legit fucking badass. Yeah, that is, that is pretty okay? cool. Uh, and he, since that, he was always making fucking movies in the 80s. He, Orion Pictures, which is famous for making like the, the fucking, all those terrible 80s movies that we all love. Mm-hmm. He was like a star under them. He was their number one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um but uh, yeah and then somewhere around like the 2005 time that's mm-hmm. when like the internet started being like chuck norris is this is is the single greatest human being of all time yeah I remember that's when all those weird, memes like, started yeah, yeah it's because he always played that character of like oh every he is the baddest he's the badass of all badasses yeah so just so you know, Chuck Norris, yeah, he does silly karate, but he's also legitimately a badass dragon. Right, right, right. Okay, I I'll accept right. it. All right, now that was a sidetrack, but back back to the movie, dragon. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so your boy is having vivid fantasies about his hero, uh, fucking Chuck Norris. So he's like, I want to try karate. Yeah. So he then goes to Joe Piscopo's movie. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe Piscopo's uh, karate dojo. Yep, Cobra Kai. At, which we're gonna call. <laughs> Cobra, well, let's call it Cobra Kai with sleeves. Cobra Kai with sleeves, yes. All right. It is exactly Joe, correct. Now, in my notes, I did write that Joe Piscopo is basically me. <laughs> is he, though? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he all he does is talk about his previous accomplishments. Yeah. And then he's just like, 
uh, I'm the, you know, oh, I, I'm here. I don't train people. I train, I train killers. Sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's exactly and, you, yes. Whenever anybody walks into Chapa Chops, it's like, that's the, the exact spiel you give them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, do you have what it takes to be a chopping chopper? <laughs> God. The, the, my, okay, so this part, I, uh, first of all, this is good parenting, right? Barry is having these vivid daydreams. He needs something to, like, to, to focus on that's not this, right? He needs, like, yes. a real thing to focus on. Let's get him into something athletic, right? He's super not just something karate. athletic. Yeah. Yeah. He like not just into parent, not just into this. He's into like a specific thing. Like, yeah. hey, his hero is Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is famous for karate. Let's get him into karate. That way, he can do what his hero does. One thousand percent makes sense. Okay. So yes. number one, I'm all I'm all for this parenting. Okay. And then mm-hmm. another great parenting decision. Okay. So they <laughs> they walk into Cobra Kai, and first yeah. of all, immediately the the first thing I wrote was shoes on the mat. Yeah, I did too. Get the get the fuck out of here. The Barry's dad walks into the dojo and just interrupts class like an asshole. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Just be excuse me, excuse me. Well, the guy is teach like clearly teaching your class, and nobody there said, "Hey, hey, don't worry about it, dude." Like, give him a second. He's teaching right now. Like nobody into nobody says anything, and then he walks his ass onto the mats like he's just gonna walk up to the teacher while he's teaching. Wildly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I would have yelled Agreed. at this guy immediately. I'm like, get the Agreed. fuck off! I, what, what the fuck are you doing? Right now, I'm in Joe Piscopo's side, basically. Me too, me too. And then Joe Piscopo is a crazy person, like immediately crazy. He, and what I love is that the dad, in, like, sees Joe Piscopo is crazy, and he just goes to his son. He's like, I think, it's, I think we should go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find you another, another fucking. Karate school, don't worry. <laughs> so, what, so what I thought I thought was going to happen is he was like, yes, this will be great for my son, for this, like, disciplined dude. And instead, the, the dad is like, this guy is super aggro with the children. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is yeah, 1,000% great. correct. Great parenting. 100% great parenting. Love it. Uh, yeah, by the way, can I just say one thing? Yes. Joe Piscopo fucking killed it in this movie. <laughs> he, he is acting. He is literally in a cartoon. His face is like a cartoon. He made his face be a cartoon. And I don't understand how he did it. I was like, this man is acting with his face fully, and it's amazing. Joe Piscopo is like that in a lot of his movies, by the way. Yeah. I, but go ahead, yeah. It, 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 it works here. It works really Joe, well here. Joe Piscopo is one of those guys who, he was in a lot of movies in the 80s mm-hmm. and the early 90s, and I'm like, man, I, I it's so sad to me that he, the, like, people, more people don't know who he is, because yeah. he is so fucking funny. He knows how to, he understands. Yeah. I play a sh- piece of shit person very well. How do I like heighten that to be yeah. able to be more of a piece of shit? And he does it. Yeah, he like does it's a great so job. weird. It's so weird that you're like my best quality is looking like and pretending to be a piece of shit. Yeah, and then to heighten it even more to like I'm gonna emphasize those piece of shit qualities I have. Right, right, right. He nails it. What, what, what can I say? He fucking nails it. He does a great job in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> through the whole thing. If you just like this could be a silent film and you would know that he's a bad guy and being crazy. Yeah, for real. You you just know. Anyway, so then then they leave, and there's a whole nother uh, daydream sequence in, where, where Joe Piscopo is in yellow face, which is unfortunate. <laughs> yes, in Vietnam, in Vietnam, and he's speaking Vietnamese with with the mustache, yep. which I wrote. This is fucking. We're gonna get canceled, yeah. but this is fucking hilarious. A thousand percent, very cancelable. Um, and uh, Chuck Norris shoots out fire with a gun, which doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally doesn't make sense, but it's cool. Um, it's a whole nother like com- like over-the-top uh, cartoonish uh, daydream. 
Um, and then we go back to school, and Beef from Phantom of the Paradise is there. <laughs> the the English teacher that like shit. Oh over. yes, yes, you're right. He's, he's from Phantom of the Paradise, which uh, we should watch sometime for this podcast. No, I love no. Phantom of the Paradise. It's so. Good. I know that's why we shouldn't watch it. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and like um, so he, again, this kid has another fucking vivid ass fantasy. Yep. And um, then what 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 pretty much told is like oh the teacher's like hey guess what my uh my my uncle is coming in from japan to work at my restaurant he is a karate master he can, maybe he can teach you and the the uncle is at first is like nah, i don't know he like you know it, it's one of those things where it's like i don't want to take my time up for someone who's not gonna do this shit for real yeah so what i like is that he tells the kid like uh you you have as you have not just asthma you have severe fucking asthma right like you're gonna walk to and what he says and and they actually say like later on it's like most it's it's mostly like it, like it's not it's not the fact that his his lungs are fine yeah or they're not too bad they're not too damaged it's like something else is wrong with him yeah and uh basically the the guy's like you're gonna start you're gonna start like walking to the school mm-hmm. it's two miles and then after that you're gonna start running to school yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh, he's going to be, now Now not only is he the kid with asthma, but he's going to be the smelly kid with asthma, because he ran <laughs> to school and got all sweaty and then sat in his sweaty clothes all day. Because you know he's running to school in jeans. It's the 90s. <laughs> in in his defense, yeah. um, the, the school has showers. He can fucking take a shower there. He could, before, but, but he, he won't. He, he won't. won't is the point. He's a 14-year-old boy. He will absolutely not, not do that. <laughs> all right, and... Uh, Dragon, he, I mean, the amount of fucking fantasies in this movie. Yeah. There's so many fantasies. Oh, wait, can we, can we just want, real quick, the name of the restaurant? Can we, can oh, we point uh, out f- it? yes, go ahead. Frying Dragons? The Frying Dragon. Oh, it's yeah. so fun. It's so fun. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and also, we're, early on, introduced that the dad is going to crush that teacher puss. Oh, right? a thousand percent. Hardcore. I mean, it's introduced fast. Yeah. And then, for some reason, I even wrote down in my notes, who are these bikers? Is this a fantasy? Yeah. And it turns out, no, it's not no, a fantasy. That was real. That was to show um, Mako or Mako? Mako. Mako? I'm going to call him Mako. Mako. That was to show that Mako is amazing. Yeah, because he's he's not just a karate master, but he knows how to like how to, how to hide it, too. Yeah. And that's what's important, is the ability to be a master, but then also let people think you're stupid. Yeah, exactly. He, he basically does the the drunken uh, whatever. The drunken master thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Um, and then the kid is like, okay, he's starting to like... Uh, the kid basically is starting to get a little better. He's like, he wants to take the class. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He wants to take the class, but he's still getting he, bullied because he, he has severe asthma. Class. Yeah, he wants to take the gym class. So basically, in the scenario, in the school in Texas... Uh, if you are a kid who's like physically incapable of doing gym, you are only allowed to sit on the sidelines of gym class and watch everybody else take gym. Yeah. And the the teacher basically said you sit over there with what did he say the wimps or something like that or with the yeah, other yeah like, something like that something horrible. I was like man. He's he's basically a, a what's it called a a drill sergeant. Yeah, he's a, he's a drill sergeant. He's basically Cobra Kai but for gym class instead of like. I mean yes and no. But he, he's just a he's just a drill sergeant. He's doing what he's because later on it showed that like he's actually on his side. He's yeah. just like no, he's like you're you're not capable of taking the class. So right. sit over there before I get in trouble. Wait, you're you're weak. Like you can't do. This. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't call him Cobra Kai as much as I would call him just like like no. He's just yell, He's just loud. Yeah. He 
he he enforces his will by yelling at the students. I loved I loved the part where uh, Barry tries to climb the rope only using his upper body. I was like, Barry, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris helps fantasy him. Chuck, fantasy Chuck Norris helps him. I and loved, he gets to the top. I loved the part where they were like, "Who is he talking to?" <laughs> Yeah, because he's literally talking to Chuck Norris, who's not there. I was like, man, this kid really is just—he has something wrong with him. But um, the but that's something that the that the that his martial arts instructor told him, which is like, um, oh, like are fantasies bad? And he's like, no, fantasies are great, but you have to learn to control them. Yeah. So that way they work for you. Yeah. And which it was is, like which this is a good. I think that's actually a good way to to deal with yeah. kids' mental health issues. <laughs> severe, severe mental health issue. I love, and then right after this is when Winnie um, from Wonder Years, who's in this, is when yes. she uh, he says, "Hey, I like I like you." And she says, "I like you too." And he says, "Oh, do you want to go out?" And she said, "Oh, I don't like you like that." And then he runs away crying. Yeah, and by the way, can I just write down? I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. Uh, my chick at this point said baby that's just like you you always got rejected oh, yeah. <laughs> to which <laughs> to which in my notes i then wrote fuck wendy <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say I, I you know whose side i'm i am i'm on I right now yes, i know i do know who's like well my favorite thing is like her arc later on where he like he basically like half wins a fight and she's like never mind you can crush this bus <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 basically it's like no 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 oh you you climbed the rope you think that's that's enough to get me like no you gotta you gotta you gotta gotta beat someone up yeah yeah you gotta fight then i like you You gotta hold your own in a fight and then i'm and then i'm into it well dragon that that is how you and uh started dating andrew right he started just fighting people yeah wait i did or he did (laughs) he did (laughs) this is like he didn't like me until i started fighting other people Uh, I love one of the other things I love in this is like whenever they show uh, Barry doing like like climbing the rope or doing push-ups or doing chin-ups or whatever he's like clearly not doing them like there's clearly oh, like, yeah. a, a platform he's like not even holding on to the chin-up bar <laughs> you're like buddy like normally in a movie like this you would be like hey uh, can you do some push-ups and a little bit of training so it doesn't look like you're not doing it and he's like nah yeah nah, look, not. You, you hired me for the face yeah, nothing right. else like I, you, you want me to do push-ups? You gotta pay extra. Yeah, right. Like, sorry, we we don't train. Like this is this is back before you trained, before you did a movie like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So basically, Barry, after getting rejected by Wendy, yep. fuck Wendy, by the way. <laughs> he, Winnie, Winnie. He, I'm sorry, Winnie. Fuck Winnie, by the way. Yep. Uh, he runs home, to which he then like is about to take his he can't put his asthma inhaler together because for some reason it's like in three parts i don't understand that i don't either but uh he then just sits there and he's like no i'm gonna fight it i'm gonna fight it and which he has another fantasy about being tortured and then um he wakes up and he's in an ambulance and now he's in the hospital and i'm like yo this kid's asthma is so bad he had to go to the hospital that's how bad his asthma is yeah like he had a severe asthma attack and almost died but then the then the what's it called the um what do you call it the 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 doctor is basically like no his lungs are fine he it might be something else like he might be under a lot of stress yeah and which the, the father was like yeah you know he kind of is well the so mom like, like died that, right isn't that what, well, what they the mom yeah the mom died like year I think they said something like ten years before and um like since then they kind of he's just kind of been working all the time 
Yeah. So the dad is like not able to be his to be the father figure that he needs. Well, even so, when, the kid is like on his own. There's a point where like there's a point where Barry like tries to ask his dad like a meaningful question, and his dad just goes, "Ah, it's time for you to go to bed," and just like walks away. Like, yeah. like I was like, "You're a terrible parent. Like you made some good parenting decisions before, but now you're making really bad ones, bud." Yeah, he's well. He's I would say he's uh, he's right now he's average. He's average. All right. He at least acknowledges his son needs something. Yeah. All right. A, car- a karate master. Him, yeah. To which he then allows the karate master to go into the hospital room by them by himself. Yep. And start rubbing do. his <laughs> and start rubbing his son's chest with no one around. His fourteen-year-old boy's chest. Yep. As you yes, do. Yes. As as you do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was weird. And he's just like, oh, this is like some remedy that I have. And he's then he starts giving him some remedy. He's basically, th- what's funny is to like, I even wrote in my notes like, oh, the, now now the guy's trying to give him some like snake oil remedy yes. that's rubbing on his chest. And now he's making the kid drink something that's going to help his lungs. And then <laughs> to which it's later revealed like, oh, it's he's literally just giving him shit. Like he's yeah. not giving him anything. Yeah, and like yeah. the guy knows it. He's just like, yeah, but you know, it's, it's fun. It's a placebo. He, he, it's a placebo. Yeah. What I liked is when uh, the scene where he's like, here, drink this, the, 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 what's it called? The uncle says, drink this to the kid. The kid drinks it and it's like horrible. Yeah. And then the, the, he, the guy leaves and then later on the, uh, the teacher comes in and she's like, what are you making him drink? And she's like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is this, is this going to hurt? Is this going to kill him? He's like, eh, probably not. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't even know what he's making. Very, very bad. Very bad all around. But anyway, but it's helping, right? Yes, so it is at, helping. It is at this point where I turned to Andrew and I was like, can you out-train asthma? Like, is that a thing you can actually do? Because it doesn't seem like it. Um, it, I don't know, but in this movie it's implied that his, it, it's not that he had, his asthma would be fine if he, if he like worked his, if he basically exercised his lungs. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Um, as you know, Dragon, I have asthma. Yeah. When I say I have asthma, I mean I have an asthma attack like once every three years. Yeah. So I don't have I don't ever have the breath thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not good. No. You, but, should, but, you, should, you should get an inhaler maybe. If I had an inhaler, it would go bad by the time I used it. That is true. That is true. Yeah. I don't so really know. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what to do here in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. I guess, I guess you just go to the hospital every time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then later on, he the kid then tries to take the gym class again. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's doing push-ups, and the teacher's, like, yelling at him. My favorite line in this movie, by the way, was when the gym, gym teacher, the kids is trying to do push-ups, and the gym teacher comes over and yells at him, and he's like, if you drop dead on me, I'll shoot myself and come after you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking, I love that line. It was so fucking funny. Oh, oh, good. That was good. So good. Um, but yeah, the, basically the karate guy is all he makes the kid do is run. Which, if anything, like if you're if you're implying in the movie, if the movie's telling me that the kid uh, has weak lungs, then yes, this is exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. Fucking just just running most of the time, a and then bit of cardio, yeah, and then throwing a, a ton of shitty kicks. Which, yeah. by the way, all his kicks were shit. Well, yeah, he's he's a, he's, he's, he's a obviously year old boy doing karate for the first time. I don't know what you expect. And, and obviously, did not train for this movie. No, clearly not. Did not take a single karate class for this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So, for some reason, the the kid is now hanging out with the fucking teacher all the time. <laughs> yep, as you do. Well, because his dad's trying to fuck her, so that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the kid is like coming in, and then they, him and this other guy have a full on karate fight. Yep. 
in gym class. <laughs> and the gym teacher comes by, separates, like, he, you know, he, he stands his own against yeah. the karate master. He does pretty good. He didn't win the fight, but he didn't lose the fight either. I would say it's a draw. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. But then the gym teacher comes by, separates them, and he's like, all right, both of you hit the showers. And I'm like, he didn't reprimand either of them. He well, doesn't give a shit. No, and no, I'm no. like, yes, it's the 90s. It's worse. It's worse than that. So he separates them. He looks at the, the like, Cobra Kai kid and says, are you crazy? You could kill him. Basically yes. being like, this kid's such a pussy. What are you doing? Like, you could but kill then this he, kid. But, well, in, in his defense, he doesn't know that the kid's fucking taking karate yeah, lessons is, all the time and getting accurate. better. That is accurate. And then, and then he looks at Barry. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I was just I was going to say the same thing. And then he looks at Barry and he goes, good job, Preddy. <laughs> yeah, which, honestly, like, look, I, I bet you if we, if we polled 90% of teachers yeah and like the, the the fucking kid who's always bullied like one day punched the bully and he yeah. was able to save them before like things got like before the bully start beating the shit out of him yeah they would look at the kid and be like yeah fucking good job yeah that's exactly what you should do is punch him yeah he's a they piece of shit punch him you gotta what is you, it? you gotta fight it's, back sometimes you have to like here's the thing like no one wants to like bullies don't they want a free lunch yeah. That's that's the thing about a bully is they want a free lunch. They want a kid who they can pick on and the kid never fights back. Yeah. So if you just make it like mean enough for him, he won't bully you. Yeah. By the way, Dragon, that's exactly what would happen to me. <laughs> I would get bullied. For those of you who don't know, I would get bullied so much all the fucking time. Yeah. And um, basically every couple months I would just snap and like attack and basically fight back on the bullies. Yeah. And pretty much, all you know, all that energy I have at, at the gym where yeah. I beat people up. Yeah somehow that is focused onto that one person and I would win like a fight <laughs> and then the, the bully would leave me alone for months yeah because you because you beat the shit out of them and now they're like oh whoops <laughs> yeah this is this that was that was that was uh elementary school and oh junior god. high school oh my me. god oh I would get I would get bullied all the time so poor little if, birdo <laughs> if you ever wonder why I'm so angry all the time yeah <laughs> that's why because you're still channeling a uh, childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I'm like, no, you, I don't care. Give me back my Power Ranger doll. <laughs> this is what I'm saying as a 40-year-old man. Yeah, yeah. You're so so sad. It's so sad. Okay, let's move on before yeah. we get too depressed to do the podcast. <laughs> so it's at this but point. It, it's at this point that Winnie. Winnie is Winnie. like, oh, you won that fight. You know what? Let's. What are you doing this weekend? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going, to, I'm going to the zoo. And she's like, can I come with you? And you know what? You know the line I immediately said that I should not have said. I made a Rocky joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon. Yeah. Let's uh, let's leave it at that because uh, you know that. if you know you know, know if you don't yeah if you know you know and you're laughing hysterically and if, I mean not laughing hysterically right, right Dragon wink, wink. right wink uh huh. Yeah. We are we are proper human beings who wouldn't laugh at that. That is great. Is what I'm saying is it was a funny joke. <laughs> that's, that's followed immediately by the um, trench coat mafia uh, daydream fantasy. Yeah. Now this is an important fantasy dream it, because yeah. Number one. Number one. They both have mullets. <laughs> to which I I wrote down. I want to have fucking. I want. I I gotta grow my mullet. I gotta oh, be God. like Mikey. Please no. Please don't. I gotta be like Mikey from Slow Riches and grow grow out my my, my Look, just sweet because, ass mullet. Just because Mikey pulls it off doesn't mean you will. <laughs> I can pull it off too. God, you have such beautiful, thick, luxurious hair when you grow it out too. It's so unfair. <laughs> it's so unfair that like I, th it, there's no controlling it either. It's so fucking annoying. It literally just looks like a helmet that that can't be tamed. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm gonna start growing up my mullet to match Chuck Norris, but that was a sweet ass mullet he had. 
And the main thing about this this fantasy scene is that um, he's now controlling the fantasies. Yeah. So he instead of him saving the teacher, he's now saving uh, Winnie. Yep. And to which Chuck Norris is like, "Wait, what? What happened to the teacher?" <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, this is my fantasy." I liked. The, did you like the Red Dragon reference in this one? The, yes. The, the guy in the wheelchair. I was like, "Man, you yes. just gotta set that guy on fire. This is perfect." Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, that's from Manhunter. Manhunter. I mean, sorry. Manhunter. Yeah, because that's what they call the the book. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, the, so the next thing I write down is the sequence key from the competition. So let's talk about the competition. Oh, I was going to, uh, next thing I wrote down, which is the kids' uh, training montage is only almost complete. And I was like, we're almost at the end of the movie. When is the third act is going to happen? Right. And that's when you're finally introduced that, oh, there's a karate tournament coming up. And they, he's like, come on in and enter this. And that's when they start having the, 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 the conversation. And that happens fast. It does. Like, the karate tournament is, like, three seconds long. Like, the whole, like, them getting into it, doing it, everything. The whole, the end of this movie goes, like. It goes fast. I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like the movie's having a lot of fun. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We have to, we have to end it. Well, it also feels like Chuck <laughs> Norris is like, listen, I'm going to do this, like, karate part in like a day so let's do let's get this over with. <laughs> so yeah so basically yeah i, I did right i should i should say that like it the bully being like let's fight in a fair competition in which there are rules and judges i was like that is actually really responsible <laughs> yeah i'm like wow that's I'm, I'm surprised the bully did that because he had such a like a one-up but then again maybe the bully was like oh shit this kid this kid brought me to a draw, which to me is a loss, right. and to all my friends is a loss. So I have to reprove myself without my friends. With karates. With karates. And I'm like, he, he wants to compete in this, but I'm like, dude, you're not fighting each other in this. You're, you're actually going to be in different divisions. It's crazy. So, okay, we'll get to that. So, okay. We're, okay, we now, number to... one. Yes. Number one, I did write down the dragon wants a sparkling gi. Yeah, I, I also wrote down... <laughs> I also wrote down the sequence key, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> <Yes>. point. <laughs> okay, and then, of course, everyone's like, oh, my God, Chuck Norris is here, a special surprise, which was very exciting. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And I love okay. it. So here's here's a question. So yes. the, the uh, Cobra Kai leader, he clearly, like, has some kind of history with Chuck Norris. However, when he, like confronts chuck norris in the beginning of the karate competition it chuck norris is like yeah that guy's kind of weird i don't know like he doesn't really know him <laughs> I thought that like was yeah kind of funny. but they but they do say like hey this they did know each other or or at least they were in the same like circuit and joe yeah. piscopo is like yeah you basically joe piscopo is saying like we never fought because you ran away and did movies before we had a chance to go at each other right right so, and he basically, Joe Piscopo has always claimed that as a victory for him. Like, Chuck Norris ran away from him. Yeah. Because ever since Chuck Norris left, he's been, like, the, the master of yeah. karate in L.A., I guess. <laughs> oh, no, it's just in Texas, right? Texas. It's in Houston. Houston. In Texas. He's been the master of karate in Houston. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, yeah. But, okay, so my favorite so, thing is, like, so in order to enter this competition, they need four participants over, like... Yes the variety of things that you do in, in a karate competition apparently that are not you funny. need four things so number one is uh women's kata okay right number two is uh weapons demonstration okay number three is brick breaking yep. and then number four is the uh, karate fighting tournament right okay i have a question the kumite as we call kumite. it is this is this real <laughs> is this actually what karate competitions the, are um the uh, i've the karate the karate competitions or taekwondo competitions i've been involved in have always just had uh katas and uh like like sparring 
but it's mm-hmm. also different in how you spar. So some of them are, most of them are points based, mm-hmm. which is where you get the like, I just touch you and then every, and then the person screams like you saw in the Olympics. Yep. Like I hit you once and then I just run off and scream. Okay, fair. <laughs> and the, yes, if I knock my opponent out, then I get disqualified for it. <laughs> but, um. That was wild. I can't, I can't even. <laughs> uh, yeah, that fucking insane. But and, and then there's other there's other like different different organizations have different rules. Like I said, there's some that are full contact. Have you ever seen the Kyokuchin uh, karate tournaments? Those mm-hmm. are fucking insane. It's basically two people stand in front of each other and then kick each other as hard as they can, punch each other in the chest. And Kyokuchin is basically like my body is uh is is basically a piece of steel. So the way I the way I, I like, the, what I do when someone punches me is I take the punch. Oh, okay. Okay? Yep. So, yeah, you would love those, by the way. Yeah, but I won't watch them. <laughs> well, it's great because then people throw a kick to the head and knock the other person out. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that so makes you... me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, so, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I, wait, so, yeah, I have another question. A... I have one more question. Okay. So, women's kata. Is it, is it is it the only thing that women are allowed to compete in? Or I got no no idea. I I assume in the in the in the language of the movie, I'm saying I guess yes. Does every team that does that mean every team has to have a woman on it specifically due to the women's kata? And that's I, it. Like the, yeah, have, pretty I, much. I have some questions. I have some questions. <laughs> I like like we're talking about in the movie because yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, it's different for everything. Okay. 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 Fine. Okay. Let's move on. Anyway, so oh. so we luckily uh, we have three competitors and we need a fourth, right? Because you have to. Have four. Yeah. So, our teacher just, like, goes up to Chuck Norris and is like, hey, bud. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Chuck. And he's like, oh, he's in the middle of a conversation. He just stops the conversation. He's like, hold on. One of my fans needs me. Yeah. He walks over. And she asks him, and he goes, yes. Yeah. He just and it's him. mostly it's mostly because he's like, well, Joe Piscopo is, was a fucking asshole to me earlier. I want to beat the shit out of him. And, and she comes over and is like, hey, do you want to beat the shit out of Joe Piscopo? And he's like, yes. He's like, oh. you know what? I, I certainly do. I didn't warm up. I didn't train. I don't even have a gi with me, but sure. I feel like actually Chuck Norris might always have a gi with him. You know what? You're right. I bet you underneath the suit, he had a gi there. A thousand percent. He was just already wearing it. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyway, and then Chuck Norris gives uh, Barry a little pep talk. Yeah, because he, he wants to surprise the kid, and Barry is like, oh my god, my hero, Chuck Norris, as he's watching, like, the demonstrations early on. It's actually kind of sweet, to be honest. Like, yeah, I it. really, that's the part I, I really loved, when he, Chuck Norris was just like, hey, how about, how about we go in there, and how about we go in there and win this thing? Yeah. And the kid is just, like, fucking awestruck. I also, which is, at a certain point, like, Chuck Norris is like, are you nervous? And Barry's like, yeah. And Chuck Norris is like, good, being nervous loosens you up. And I was like, Chuck Norris, that is not true. <laughs> that is not, that is the exact opposite, actually. It's truly the opposite. Being nervous does not loosen you up, but <laughs> I feel like that's just one of those things that's like, I'm your hero, whatever I tell you is going to be, exactly. be the truth. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be helpful for you, so it doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah. As long as I tell you, don't worry, you're doing fine, you're going to do fine. I also, so when, it, so when we were watching it, okay, so wait, the next thing that happens is, uh, uh, women's kata. Yeah, women's kata. Oh, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, women's kata and the, our uh, um, teacher nails it. Uh, again. Yeah, the teacher. Well, okay, so just so you understand, the, uh, they first start showing the hard katas. So that's like what you were seeing in like when they're like doing hard punches and chops and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's very, that's like, you know, the, the point is to look powerful. Right. And then the teacher comes in and does a soft kata. Okay. Which... It's very difficult to win a to win with a soft kata because it just doesn't look impressive. Right. 
All right. Okay. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, she does that. She gets second place. Great. Yeah. Good you job. have to be. You have to show that you're graceful and like very smooth. And it's like, it's oh man. I, I can't describe how hard it is. Like it just looks optically. It doesn't look fun. It doesn't. It's, it just looks. It's stupid. dancing. It's dancing. Yeah. It's dancing. I, what, what, watching it, I was like, oh, they're dancing. And, like, sometimes they do... You know in gymnastics when they're doing the floor routines and they have the weird things in between the, like, really impressive things that they do? Yes. That's what that's what it is, I feel like. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the dancing in the floor routine of gymnastics without any of the flips or anything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, but, so she wins second place in the women's kata. Yeah. Uh, our team, the Frying Dragons, as they the call themselves. The Frying Dragons, yes, yes, yes. And wins second place to Cobra Kai, of course. Yes. Um, and then uh, Barry Barry jumps in there. Uh, no, actually, next was the brick breaking. Oh, but next yeah. was brick breaking. Okay, my Which bad. the 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 what's it called? The bad guy, the Johnny Russo of the of the group, breaks couldn't break the all the bricks. No, he breaks all the no, bricks. No, no, but no, no. You're the, jumping yeah. ahead. You're jumping ahead. No. Okay. 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 So no, but yeah, the the Barry then goes and tries to break break the bricks, but then the the karate master, the the ma- Mako. Mm-hmm. He comes in and breaks all the bricks, wearing an apron. Yes. Which was, you know, I guess that was, like, fun. But then he, like... Well, it's because he, he had to still run his restaurant. Yeah, So he had which to just, like, run in. And they said, where's your gi? And he said, I don't need a gi to break bricks, which is correct. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> but I think he would be DQ'd <laughs> in, mm-hmm. like, real life. And then, um, uh, so that... Then happens. we get to the weapons demonstration. Yeah, and our little Barry does nunchucks. Which, by the way, Chuck Norris is not there. Chuck Norris no. literally does not, like, is not there in his corner to cheer him on. I was like, what the fuck? Chuck Norris just, like, peaced? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I guess no. He's fucking busy doing something. I don't know. Chit-chatting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so our own little Barry gets in the zone, which is what my what my chick was a little confused on, and I think everyone got confused on in this. Yeah. Which is, like, uh, like he what the movie is implying is that he now used his fantasy to... Um, perform the 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 yes. the nunchuck routine. Yes. So he's in his fantasy doing it, but he's actually doing it. Yes. So it was supposed to show like he's now come full circle. Now he's he's no longer the the fantasies he has are no longer a burden to him. They're now gonna benefit him in, in what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, he gets in the zone. He does a fucking great uh, nunchuck routine, which is important because you had to have someone wearing a mask. Because mm-hmm. fucking Barry's not going to learn. No, fucking no. Jonathan Brandis is not going to learn how to use nunchucks for the no, competition. No, absolutely not. Also, like, it's, it seems like a very hard skill, to be fair. Like, I don't it's, think, I think it, it probably takes many years of practice. It is exceedingly difficult. <laughs> so, okay. I, I understand, is what I'm saying. All right, and then, yeah, and then finally, now we're going to enter into the final, the Kumite dragon. Yeah, the fighting portion. So I, all I could think of was, okay, so Chuck Norris just randomly entered this competition, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you were just like a karate hobbyist, like you're, you have like a nine to five and on the like evenings and weekends you do karate and you go to the, you're like, you know what, I'm going to enter the local tournament and you go and Chuck Norris beats the shit out of you in your fucking Kumite. In your local tournament, you're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, Dragon, I'd hate to tell you this, but this actually happened to me. <laughs> Chuck Norris beat the shit out of you? <laughs> no, no. I entered a tournament, and I was like, and tournament? I was, yeah, jiu-jitsu tournament. Yeah. And I was, and I won my first round. It was in the open weight tournament. I won oh. my first round, and then the next one, the next round, I faced some guy named Mike Palladino, who basically it was like, number one, he was 
insanely big. He was like 200 pounds. Yeah. And then I tried to push him being like, oh, I can wrestle. And it's like, oh, he doesn't move. It's like it's like pushing a wall. <laughs> like a literal brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this guy, is, this guy must be really strong. And then next thing I know, he starts rolling and flipping around on his head and shooting his hips up at me. And I'm just like, I am in trouble. And the entire, <laughs> like, the entire, I'm going to say 90 second match is him just throwing submission after submission after submission and me desperately trying to survive for dear life. Yep. And then later on, someone's like, oh, that guy, he's, he's like a big name. He's like a well-known guy. And I'm like, oh, he, why did he enter this fucking local, novi- tour- like, yeah. local tournament? <laughs> so, yes, that's, that happened to me, Dragon. Yeah. All right. But then he later on like came by and talked to me, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. So that was fun. That, and then I, he showed I me saw sub- that. I saw that, right? Yes. Yeah. He showed me a submission, and I still, I, I still, I uh, use that and teach it to this day. Nice. Nice. So that was good. Very exciting. So you, what you're saying is, it actually worked out for you. I mean, you lost, but like it worked out. I mean, I lost, and when I saw the people he beat, I was like, I know those people. I would beat those people. So he basically stole my first place trophy. Okay, so that's and what we're going I'm, with. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna come after him. I'm gonna train. I'm gonna just start running and doing katas. Great, uh, great. In the yeah. morning. That'll until definitely one day. help with jujitsu for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and then one day I'm going to meet him in the finals of some tournament and I'm going to defeat him. Okay? Yep. yep. <laughs> definitely going to happen. <laughs> anyway, so Ch- Chuck Norris beats the shit out of a bunch of local like, hobbyists. <laughs> yeah. But in he does it in a nice way. Sure, sure, sure. In order to get to Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. And then in the finals, Cobra Kai versus Chuck Norris. Yep. I think this is the best part of the movie, Dragon. It's, it, it is funny. And it's also, like, it's funny because it's like, man, Chuck Norris is, like, kind of not selling it as much as Cobra Kai is selling it. Oh, my God. Joe Piscopo is fucking great in this movie. Joe, Joe right? Piscopo is like, tr- is, like, acting his little ass off. Like, he is, like, his face is doing all the things. He's, like, he's really, he's really selling it. And Chuck Norris, like, never, his face never changes. He, like, doesn't break a sweat. Nothing, like, nothing is, like, happening on his end. Yeah. Um, at no point are you worried that Chuck Norris is going to lose. No. But I guess that's that's the point of having chuck norris there yeah but um well, my, I guess, also... my guess too is that chuck norris was like you know uh, like maybe he'll get like three punches in tops right and it's because yeah pretty him. much yeah yeah like we're not i'm not fucking around <laughs> I, I also did write down in my notes i don't know what the rules are to this tournament no, I'm because unclear. i i'm not sure what qualifies as a point or how many points you like i at no point did i understand what like, what is the goal here? Is this a points tournament? Is it seemed like it was full contact? Yeah. It seemed like at points that sometimes it was points. You could punch the face. Sometimes you could like. I, I just didn't understand what the rules were. But it, it, I guess the point is Joe Piscopo is getting his ass kicked. Yes, that is that is exactly the point. It kind of doesn't matter what the rules are. It's, it doesn't yes. matter. Um, anyway, so J- Joe Piscopo loses because Chuck Norris. But in in the best way, which is he <laughs> takes his top off does the whole like bruce lee like i'm flexing and then starts like waving his hands and starts running by the way i was fucking howling at the scene (laughs) and then he does goes to do a jumping kick kind of like a bruce lee point and chuck norris just jumps and kicks him and then you just see him like his face changes and he gets kicked in the face and then does like 40 flips until he lands on his chest yeah which doesn't make sense at all (laughs) no physics does not apply here but i I love that scene. It, it was, was so it was stupid. Re- it was really good. Like, the only thing that they were missing is, like, Tweety Birds around his head. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Other than that, like, it's, that is exactly, it's a cartoon. So that happens. And then uh, we find out that um, Cobra Kai and the Frying Dragons are tied for first place. Don't, don't know how when the Frying Dragons f- won three first 
time, three times they won first place and only and one time won second place. How Whatever. are they tied with anyone? It doesn't make nothing makes sense. Anyway, so that, that we have to have a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so they put up Barry to do their tiebreaker. And they, but, but that's important. You had to because yeah, even yeah. though the, the the instructor was like, I could easily win this. The point is not to win this. The no, point, the point is, is you that have Barry to, competes. Yes. Yeah. The point is you have to go up there and show and prove to not to prove to yourself that you are worthy of this. Exactly. And then and the the thing that the that Cobra Kai chooses to do is not a kumite, which would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> much more sense. It's it's brick breaking. Yes. Which like we that we have like very little background on Barry and brick breaking. Brick uh, breaking. I think he does it. He they show him do it once. So they show, they show him, him do it twice. Once him, he hurts his hand. Yeah. Well, no, and that's not even bricks. It's wood. They show him breaking mm-hmm. wood, but they never. I, I feel like they never show him breaking bricks. This is just like new. It's like novel. For, and for those of you who don't know, brick breaking is mostly about having strong form. You, the whole the point is to break it with your entire body, not your hand. Yeah. Yeah, because so you're gonna break your hand. Exactly. So you break <laughs> yeah, hand. or destroy your shoulder doing it. Yeah. But like he is going to, but like, and that, that, like, so this is something that takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Like you can, I could teach you, Dragon. I could teach you how to break bricks. Well, maybe not me, but someone, someone who knows how to break bricks. Sure, sure. Could teach me. Could that. teach you how to break bricks, and you would be able to break some bricks. But like, it, it takes a lot of practice to be able to hit it with your entire body. Like it's not it's it's not an easy thing, but it's also not a super difficult thing. No, okay. No, it doesn't seem it does not seem like an easy thing. It, it seems like a doable thing, but not an easy thing. But uh, I even wrote in my notes, by the way, Barry had horrible form in yeah. breaking bricks. Uh, the 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 other school guy, the other his classmate, yeah, Johnny Lawrence, <laughs> Johnny Johnny Lawrence Light. Yeah. He 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 had better form, but still wasn't great. I mean, they're teenage boys. What are you going to yeah. do? Um, so anyway, so he, uh, Cobra Kai goes first, and he gets cocky, and he's like, add an extra brick. So now he's trying yeah. to break nine bricks, which I think is mm-hmm. what Mako just did, isn't it? Didn't he do No, Mako, Mako did eight. Oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, so the kid is like nine bricks, and he goes to do it, and Bruno, guess what? He, he, he breaks eight of them. He breaks eight of them. He doesn't finish it. No break. Mm-hmm. It's no break. He loses. Can I say my favorite part of this was Joe Piscopo, <laughs> number one, screaming, I can see the break right there. I can see the break right there. Then when the ref goes like, no break, he, he just slaps the kid in the back of the head and goes, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? If you're going to break nine bricks, you break nine bricks. <laughs> great, great, uh, great coaching. Just great coaching I, right there. I can't express to you how much I love Joe Piscopo in this movie. <laughs> it's like if you go to a tournament and one of your one like one of the people you're coaching is like, I'm gonna win by armbar and then attempts it and does like doesn't make it or whatever, gets passed and loses points, and then you just slap him upside the head and you're like, I thought if you say armbar you'd get an armbar. Like it doesn't no, make I, um, sense. I've seen this and I'll tell you who, but I've seen this happen at MMA fights. Oh, that I actually where, that makes sense, yeah. Where it's like your 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 guy just lost. And the instructor, instead of being like, hey, you know, take a minute, it's fine, like, this is, a, number one, this is an amateur fight, so let's not even worry about it, yeah. you know, this is a learning experience, blah, 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 instead the guy's like, what'd you, why'd you do this move for, why'd you do that, oh, blah, 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 and I'm like, dude, I that is not. I can't even imagine being, being that much of a piece of shit coach. <laughs> oh, my God, my God, it's, it would be as if you entered a tournament, Dragon, and I 
then slapped you in the head and then went, why did you go for the key lock, Dragon? The arm bar was right there. <laughs> What's what? wrong with you? Instead of being like, okay, look, we have to, uh, like, you went for the key lock. We got to drill that out of you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like we let's let's use this as a learning tool yeah. rather than like how dare you lose you fucking idiot which to be yeah. fair i think you might pull me aside and be like dragon a key lock really <laughs> <laughs> although in the tournament you would be going against people your size so yeah, maybe, more maybe it actually would make more sense <laughs> okay let's keep going but enough about okay. jiu-jitsu nobody cares <laughs> but yeah so our boy barry then breaks all the bricks wins but yeah. oh wait i'm sorry he the make uh, the the his instructor lights the bricks on fire. To which I say, how is he allowed to do that? Yeah, that does not seem fair. It also seems like we like ruin the integrity of the bricks and maybe make it easier to break. Um, what are you doing? A, a little bit, but you would have to have them on fire for a while. But mostly, it's it's the reason why they light them on fire is to make it look prettier. It's to make it look more impressive. It's just cool. It's just and yeah. That's it. Cause because breaking bricks is mostly mental. Like you you know how to you know how to do it. Now it's yeah. like doing it on the stage and then with the fire it's supposed to be like no now you really have to hit it yeah like you have to do it right and it looks it looks more impressive but yeah so he does it breaks the bricks wins the championship and uh i guess what this is to teach you is that you know someone who's a lifelong martial artist can lose to someone who's been doing it for i'm gonna say four months three months tops tops probably yeah. less than that that? Is, that is also what i learned i learned that uh it's not that hard <laughs> it's just simply not that hard <laughs> uh and then finally in the movie the movie ends and then you see a final fantasy that the kid has where he uh fantasizes that chuck norris is talking to him mm-hmm. and then like leaves the karate magazine because that's supposed to be like oh i i always have this karate magazine with me with chuck norris because that's my fantasy but now he's like hey i've lived my fantasy I don't need this magazine anymore. I'll leave it here for another kid to, to pick up and yep. get fantasies. And, and that's exactly what happens. And also what I wrote was um, the father uh, doesn't learn to be a better father. So he's, nothing is resolved. No, truly, <laughs> truly. He just, I, I mean, I, I will say Barry got to meet his hero. So that's very fun. Yes. Um, but no, nothing that the, by the father's doing. The whole point, like, I feel like the whole arc of the father should have been, you you have to, like, your son, it, something's happening with your son and you have to pay attention. No, no, no. And it's, the, it, it's literally, um, it's literally, uh, this kid got his, got different coping mechanisms. Yes. He, that, that had nothing to do with his father. <laughs> and that's it. He, the kid resolved it kind of on his own, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah, pretty much. Oh, dragon! Then credits. Dragon. Credits. Yep. How much did you love this movie? Tell me. I, I actually I had fun watching it. To be honest, I really did. <laughs> I had fun. Yes, I am so happy that it's I not, picked this movie. It's not good. It, no, it, no. It, but it's I, fun. This is not a, like just to remind you. This is not a good movie. No. But it's definitely a movie that you could like a teenage thirteen-year-old Berto would watch and be like, I want to learn karate and yes. meet Chuck Norris. Yeah, I mean, it's also, it's one of those movies where, like, I think you have to watch it with somebody and, like, make, like, crack little jokes while you're watching it. Um, well, that's as an adult. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. me alone as a 13-year-old kid would watch this and be like, I want to learn karate. Yes, 100%. But if, but I think most of the people who might listen to this would not be uh, 13-year-old boys. <laughs> I don't I think that's our audience, to be honest. <laughs> I guess. So I think that this is like a fun movie to roast with your friends if you are going to if you are so inclined and you like have okay. like a like a martial arts background or something and you guys mm-hmm. have like those references there. Um, but uh, yeah, I had fun. I thought it was I thought it was a fun watch. I, I wouldn't have see- sought it out, but I'm glad I watched it. 
Yes, you're welcome, dragon. You are welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, alright, dragon. Why don't you go ahead and tell me some of Andrew's <laughs> jokes while he was watching this? Uh, Andrew had the trench coat mafia joke, which I, yeah, I thought, that was, I thought that was, was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at my notes to see what they were. Oh. I feel like I may have already said a couple, honestly, that like we're not. That, uh, I I did not. Oh, I, him and I don't remember. I what. don't. Okay. Well, too bad. They're now your jokes. So yeah. That's how. Right. That's how it works. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and give me your final thoughts on this movie? I don't think I have anything else. I, I think like it's a, it, exactly what I just said. It's like kind of a fun watch with friends or something, but not something mm -hmm. I would have sought out. Would you give this a Smashly or a Trashly? I think that I would give it a Smashly because it is what it is. Like, it is it is exactly what you think it is in terms of a movie. <laughs> um, okay. That's exciting. Very exciting, Dragon. Yeah. Um, personally, I would give... Here's the thing. <laughs> I would give this movie a, like, 4 out of 10. Mm -hmm. But... Again, if you're if you're watching this knowing like, oh, this is a, for a teenage boy who's going to be doing like who who who's a fan of karate, then it's probably like a eight out of ten because it has so much on it. It has so much that like you would enjoy. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, so I I really enjoy, I I like I said I was very scared to rewatch this movie, but I uh, I actually enjoyed watching it. Dragon, it's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. And again, my final thought on this is fucking Joe Piscopo. I, I loved him so, so much in this movie. He was so good at being the... He's just a living cartoon. Uh, yes, he, re he really, really is. He, I, I feel like he made the movie. Without him, I don't know if the movie would have been good. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Dragon. Yes. Um, next question. Were you surprised that there were six fantasy sequences? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's another thing. So, Andrew, Andrew, like, halfway through this movie was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, where is Chuck Norris? <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly surprised Andrew had never seen this then. I am too, I am too. But no, he was just like, he was like, I don't understand. Like, is this all the movie's going to be? It's like his fantasies of Chuck Norris, but he never actually meets Chuck Norris. Uh, which, like, honestly, at a certain point, you do kind of think that. You're like, oh, this is just, Chuck Norris is only a fantasy. And, like, he's never well, actually really going to be in the movie. Yeah, because they're not going towards anything. If, no. I, I feel like in the beginning, they should have introduced the karate tournament. Kind of like on, um, in, in like you know the best description is this is just a, a play on Karate Kid. In Karate yeah. Kid, when when uh, Daniel goes to the karate dojo, that's when he, they show the poster yeah. of the yeah. karate tournament, and like he talks about it a little bit. And then when when he goes there with Miyagi, he like Miyagi is the one who presents it. So that's like in the second act. It's yeah. like it's it's it's, 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 it's earlier on. It's, it's a, yeah. the, the thing about this too is like when they introduce the karate tournament, Andrew goes, "Oh well, maybe Chuck Norris will be like a judge for the karate tournament," which makes more mm -hmm. sense than him just showing up randomly to a yeah. karate tournament. Like, why was he there? <laughs> why was Chuck Norris at a local karate tournament? It doesn't yeah, make for real. sense. Anyway, okay, that's it. All right, let's all right, Dragon. On. Let's move on. All right. Dragon, since I chose this week, what are we doing next week? Okay. I'm sure you're going to have a fun, <laughs> like, exciting movie for us to watch. Maybe something based on your childhood. No, no. What is it going to be? 
no no uh next week we are going to watch john carpenter's assault on precinct 13 so this is a 1976 movie it's currently available on hbo it's only an hour and 31 minutes great perfect um directed by john carpenter starring austin stoker darwin justin um laurie zimmer and a bunch of other people i'm excited because i've actually never seen this and it's like one of my holes in my john John carpenter filmography um and it's supposed to be amazing so I'm I'm very excited to uh, to watch it and and see it. it's a thriller I guess technically like an action thriller. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do. And it's streaming on HBO. Oh, I don't know if you said that, but I, I did. But that's fine. You okay, don't listen to me, okay. so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm, I was busy. I'm in, I'm on Instagram when you talk. No, yeah, that's fine. That's Looking fair. Up big bouncing Latina booty. Yeah, yeah. So. That sounds like, that sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon. Very exciting. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, okay, bye.